Coming up. They got a stock image of a kid on the box art. And then it's, it's SpongeBob's house. And that's all that people know about it. I don't think the movie exists. I think it's just a placeholder for something else. Hannah Montana canceled anime series. No way. I didn't know. I didn't know about that one. So Dexter's Laboratory used to have a band episode with them cursing. And then Adult Swim was like, here it is. Here's the episode for you. Dormont episodes, one series of it from 1970 something until 2005. And wow. There are it's incredible. Yeah, there are thousands of episodes. And so because of that, it's so impossible to find some of them on YouTube. When your show gets canceled and something that you worked on for so long and you can't can't be able to put food on the table, it's terrible. It's, it's really tragic. Date of recording, January 7th, 2021. Song credit, Trips by Tophamore and Alex Elena. Welcome to season two of Let's Talk Media with Vedanta Kauri. For today's episode, we're talking about lost media. And my guest for today is Clayton Davis. Hey, Clay, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Vedant, for having me. Is this the season premiere? Am I the season premiere? <laughs> I mean, it might not be the first to air, but this is the first one recorded wow. for season two, so. That's pretty crazy. I'm very, I'm very excited uh, to be here. Thank you for having me on. Of course, you just want to introduce yourself really quickly. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is Clayton Davis. I'm a junior television radio major at Ithaca College. Um, I'm from Marlboro, New Jersey. So uh, I do a lot of work for the sports radio department at IC. I've been a producer for many of the sporting events, as well as done interviews with different athletes, as well as coaches, as well as sportscasts on Ithaca Cornell and professional sports. You talk so much about sports that everybody just assumes that you're a sports media major. Yeah, everybody assumes that I'm a little, I'm a little sports boy, but I'm, I'm more than that. We're talking about lost media today, so it's pretty exciting. About a season ago, we were planning to do an episode about the Super Bowl, and that yes. just never happened. <laughs> yeah, it never happened because um, there was no, I mean, there was a Super Bowl, but like, there's really nothing to talk about in terms of sports, so it was kind of a tough time. What got you interested in looking for lost media? Um, I started, I found, I, I always loved media. I, I never really was into like TV and movies, but I was always interested in like, the weird side of media, like lost media, creepypastas, I guess, growing up and that sort of thing. So two of my favorite YouTubers include Blaben on Jorge, as well as Rebel Taxi. Um, and they do a lot of work with like animation as well as, um, you know, the behind the scenes and understanding the process of how animation works. They also do a lot with lost media as well. And I watched a lot of their videos in high school as well as I currently watch them now. Um, so they got me highly interested. Uh, the source that we're using today, if, if people want to check it out, is uh, called the Lost Media Wiki. Um, it's very interesting. It talks about a lot of lost or banned or canceled um, episodes of television shows, music, movies, uh, and other miscellaneous events as well. So it's very interesting. Yeah, and this is a coincidence because I've also watched uh, Blame It on Jorge, Jorge and uh, I think I used to be subscribed to Rebel Taxi. I run into a lot of his videos on the internet. Yeah. Um, and I think from what I've watched, I really enjoyed his lost media videos. Yeah, they're they're really good. Um, he, he He's someone that I think is very distinct in terms of the content that he produces as well. So he does like top 10 videos, but they're not really top 10 videos. He makes like jokes and stuff. He incorporates a lot of video as well. He also has a podcast as well um, that I listened to in high school as well. Um, I learned a lot about TV shows and animation in general. And I think, yeah, uh, 
it's very interesting, all of his videos. Uh, he recently did a video uh, called Happy Feet versus uh, Surf's Up, which I really enjoyed. So it, it was a lot of fun. My dad wanted to, to get us tickets for Happy Feet too, but they ran yeah. out, so we couldn't. I still remember that 10 years later. No, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy how these movies are very similar. He's also done videos. Uh, he did another video recently. It was about all the DreamWorks movies as well, um, and the 2D movies as well, because if you look at the difference uh, in animation today, most movies are 3D or CGI, but a lot of them back in the day were 2D. But the, the, the fall of 2D animation kind of lost traction after about like 2004, 2005. Um, Disney actually, the, I think the last one that they produced was Home on the Range in 2004. And that movie bombed so hard that they just, I think they shut down their 2D animation department and they focused solely on their movies that were produced by Pixar as well as themselves and Disney. 2D, 2D animation is probably more prevalent in video games, I would say, more than anything else. But I think they're trying to, I think the direction that animation is going into is they're, they're trying to stem away from the 3D animation aspect as well as CGI. I think a lot of these movies are kind of not original anymore. Like a lot of them are using already, ex uh, already existing properties and just making them 3D. And I don't think audiences want that anymore. I think they want something unique and different. And so let's get started into the episode. So what's the first example of lost media that you want to talk about? Uh, there's, a, there's a couple. Um, I'm going to do the most popular ones. I think, uh, well, Shrek, everybody loves Shrek. Shrek is life, of course. Uh, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. I got to say that up front. Shrek was originally Chris Farley. Uh, he was an SNL cast member for a long time, and he was in countless movies, including Tommy Boy. So originally, Shrek, Shrek actually had a different redesign, um, not the one that you see currently. He was more, like, I don't know, grotesque. In, in his appearance and everything. And it was actually, the role was actually produced for Farley. So Chris Farley per, uh, did all those lines uh, for Shrek. It was originally going to be him. He was originally going to be casted. They had 95% of the lines and then he died of a drug overdose in 1997. So what they had to do was they had to rewrite the script and they recasted Mike Myers. And now um, the Shrek that you know and love today. And a lot of those lines, I think there's only on YouTube, there's probably only like 15 minutes of his lines that were produced. Um, and all, and the rest of them are pretty much lost. I think DreamWorks is, uh, DreamWorks is the, is the company that uh, owns all the lines in the, in the movie as well. How different is the character design from the one we know today. Extremely different. I think he he had more of a, so Shrek actually like was more, well, Mike Myers plays a Scottish accent for Shrek. It was actually just Chris Farley's voice. So he was more of aloof. Um, I believe that the movie actually was completely different as well. So it was, um, Shrek was originally for Chris Farley, I believe it was originally that he was uh, leaving his homeland. Um, it had nothing to do with fairy tales or anything like that, or swamp getting, uh, I think it was swamp getting stolen. So it was more like about uh, the second movie than it was about the first movie. I think it was like uh, the clothing that he was wearing as well. He just, he just looked more boyish um, rather than an adult um, that the Shrek that we see today. And yeah, he was also more, I think he was more aggressive in the in the other movie he didn't have 
the same chemistry that he had with Donkey and the other Shrek movies as well. You know, that is a good point they bring up that, you know, there are a lot of kids media out there that is lost because, you know, they scrapped the idea midway through or the voice actor or somebody hugely involved passed away and so they had to change things up. Yeah, uh, I mean, this isn't lost media, but The Crow by Brandon Lee, uh, they actually had to continue with him. Uh, this was in 1993. Brandon Lee was, uh, he was originally cast in The Crow and he actually died on on set. I believe there was a mishap or something like that. So um, they actually had to move, finish the movie without him. And I think they, I think they like spliced in like clips that they didn't use and they put it in the movie, um, which is very interesting. But there's a lot of lost media for children, especially. Um, another example, and I know you got a poster in the back is SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, Sponge, SpongeBob had a live action like show that wasn't actually directly tied to Nickelodeon. There's a lot of documentaries about this. It's called A Day in the Life of SpongeBob yes. SquarePants. Yeah. So um, it's very, it's weird. So they got a stock image of a kid on the box art. And then it's it's SpongeBob's house, and that's all that people know about it. The, the DVD was actually on Amazon as well as eBay, I believe, back in 2011. But I think it was on for such a limited time that nobody knew about it. But it was on there for a while. And then I believe that I don't think the movie exists. I think it's just a placeholder for something else. I don't think the movie actually exists. I don't think there's actually a movie for it. Yeah, I mean, that is one that I've known about for at least 10 years, you know, it's it's legend at this point about the live action SpongeBob movie. And I don't know if you remember the episode Sailor Mouth. Yes. Tom Kenny, the voice actor of SpongeBob, he confirmed that they actually use cuss words, the actual cuss words, and then it's bleeped over them. And, you know, I would I would love to hear that someday, but also if if that went out, then I think Nickelodeon will go out of business within the hour or yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not it's not brand reliant, I think. And then also uh, related to that was Dexter's Laboratory. So Dexter's Laboratory used to have a band episode with them cursing, like Dexter and DD were cursing the entire episode. And then Adult Swim was like, here it is. Here's the episode for you. And then they released it, but the problem was was that they were censored. People wanted the uncensored version. And I believe that there is a DVD from an executive. It ha it's like a VHS tape that has it where it's uncensored, but I don't know if it'll ever be released. So yeah, there's a lot of like band media that, um, as the YouTubers that I said earlier, blame it on Jorge, as well as Rebel Taxi. They talked a lot of, about band media as well. Um, the most uh, the most iconic is the Sensor 6. Um, it was a bunch of uh, Warner Brothers animation cartoons with the Looney Tunes that were so offensive and so discriminatory against a bunch of different races, including Asians as well as Blacks, um, over the course of, I believe, from the 1940s to the 1960s, that they're all banned. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, we shouldn't have offensive content like that into the mainstream, of course. I, I agree with that. Um, I, I think it was just a different time back then. And, um, I, but I think the thing is, is that I think they should release it, but put in the pretext that, like, this is this content was from a different time, but this is a historical piece of animation that we had in the past. This is what our past used to be. So ultimately we've, you know, rediscovered and uh, rethemed how we 
uh, talk about episodes and how we produce them. Yeah, and uh, another example I want to mention from at least my childhood is a lot of anime. Um, have yeah, you definitely. A lot of anime growing up? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not watch any anime. People have asked me to uh, watch it, but I have. I don't. I don't think I've ever. I think I've watched Naruto maybe like once or twice. Um, I've watched like the standard ones. I know what it is, but I've never like deep dived into anime at all. So in my case, I grew up with a lot of anime that was originally produced in the 60s and 70s, like um, Doraemon is a very popular one. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've seen it. It's like a blue robotic cat. Yes, you've most likely. It. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know if it's actually lost media, but the show is from the 70s, 80s. They produced Doraemon episodes, one series of it from 1970-something until 2005. And Wow. It's incredible. Yeah, there are thousands of episodes. And so because of that, it's so impossible to find some of them on YouTube because there are so many of them. Yeah, I think that if you have a show that's running for so long, like Sesame Street, for example, you're bound to have episodes that are going to either be banned or lost. Like there's an episode of The Simpsons, or not The Simpsons, Sesame Street, that was originally about divorce between Snuffleupagus. How do you say it? Snuffleupagus. I'm not a Sesame person. Okay. Well, the the elephant character that's friends with Big Bird. So there was originally an episode about them having divorce, and they actually did test screenings for kids um, about that episode, and it didn't go through. That they said it was awful for kids, and that they the kids thought that their parents were actually going to get divorced because of the episode that they watched. They never aired it, and the only reason reason the only way that people know that this episode actually existed was through a celebration book that they published where it was a screenshot of a scene in one of the episodes that's the only reason why they know that this episode exists you're a huge fan of g-force yes i love g-force uh that movie that movie made me uh, I love G- G-Force is a great movie. Um, you know, the hamsters are rocking and rolling, you know, they're, they're, they're doing action stuff. I, I haven't watched the movie in 11 years. I don't know what really happens, but I did watch it in theaters um, when I was nine. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you know about G-Force Guardians of Space? No, I did not know about that. Was that a canceled TV pilot? Looks like it. Actually, I'll send it to you on Zoom so oh, you can cool. look at it. That's another great example. There's a lot of different TV pilots as well that were canceled. Um, one that we talked about before the episode started was Drake and Josh. So Drake and Josh actually originally had um, Walter, the father figure in the show, was actually played by a different different actor who was in Animal House. I forget his name, but he was he was originally not even cast and... Yeah, the episode was completely different. Um, and it was made in 2001 before it was picked up by Nickelodeon in 2003. Yeah, and I have a similar example. It's um, the bank, the Big Bang Theory, which I actually like that show. I mean, yeah, admittedly, later seasons are not as good, but I'm actually a huge fan of the earlier seasons of Big Bang. Um, Definitely, yeah. And so there was a first pilot episode where um, there's this woman named, I think her name's Katie, and she's super, like, mean to Leonard and Sheldon and I think she's homeless and um, she starts living with or becoming friends with Leonard and Sheldon and he's super mean and like you know like kind of like a street kid you know what I'm saying like hard hard as nails Mm -hmm. and I think Leonard and Sheldon they wear suits and Sheldon is like super sexual which is completely opposite to how it ended up being and audiences I think reacted very negatively and so they actually changed it and 
I think it was a couple of years before this pilot was made available onto YouTube, either through the official channel or somebody just found it and put it online. Yeah, no, it's crazy. That's uh, that's pretty nuts. You know what's funny about the Big Bang Theory? What? Um, Wallowitz's girlfriend, what's her name on the show? Bernadette. Bernadette. So the actress that plays her, Melissa Ranch, is actually from my hometown. She went to my elementary school and she went to my high school. That's so cool. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Uh, she was from Marlboro, New Jersey. So it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually looking at a Sesame Street um, page on here. So Lost Media Wiki lists five episodes, excuse me, six episodes of Sesame Street. Um, episode 847, Snuffy's parents got a divorce. Yep, that's that's the episode, Snuffy's parents got a divorce, yep. The Sesame Street experiment, I don't know what that's about. And Oh, that was, oh, the Sesame Street experiment was about, it was... It was talking, it was a commemoration of every episode, like lead up in the 80s. Um, and, and that was lost. I, I don't know why it was lost. I think it was broadcast on TV one time and nobody ever recorded it. So that's why it's lost. I, I think this is pretty recent, but they found the lost Spider-Man 4 game that they're working on and they found it on the yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah, that that's another great point about video games and stuff. Um Spider-Man uh had a game, I believe for the N64 for the Nintendo 64 that was originally it was so it was Spider-Man and he goes to the Twin Towers to fight a villain. But then at, this was released I believe 4 months or a month before 9/11. So then after 9/11 they caught the entire scene from it and actually it's very the the old game is actually very rare to get um with the original scene with uh the twin towers oh yeah there's a similar example of that um with i believe there was a superman game made for the original playstation and it never got released yeah there's uh there's superman content that never got released nick cage was actually supposed yes. to play spider uh superman yeah and they never they never uh put it into production uh, they they uh they stop production with that. Another huge game, and I know this is a very popular movie with a lot of people, is Mean Girls. Mean Girls had a DS game, and uh, nobody could find it. Nobody it exists. But um, so what's funny about that is on the cover, it's all of the characters except for Lindsay Lohan's character because I don't believe that they were able to get the rights to show Lindsay Lohan on the DS cover, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and I have a similar example because of 9/11. It's it's a cartoon pilot from Nickelodeon. I think, I, I'm not sure if it's Nickelodeon, but it's definitely a cartoon channel. It's called Constant Pain. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, Constant Pain. Yeah, uh, I, I know about Constant Pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's an action show, but um, it aired in May of, 2000 of one, 2001, I believe. And in one scene, they have to fly a flying car between two buildings that look yep. like the Twin Towers. Mm -hmm. And it's just unfortunate timing on there. Pardon me, yeah. predicted. What's funny about Constant Pain, so the creator was named was Michael Wright. So Michael Wright was hired by Nickelodeon Animation. And what happened was uh, Michael Wright tried to unionize the workers for Nickelodeon. So a lot of people don't know this, but um, when you're in the animation industry, right? So I learned about this. So you sign on to a contract um, just for the episodes that you produce. You get paid up front but all of the merchandise sales and all the reruns that happen, they get none of that. The creators get none of that. It goes straight to the uh, the corporation or the uh, the station that runs it. So Michael Wright tried to unionize 
Nickelodeon workers to be able to gain more money and they fired him and they canceled his pilot. So that's what happened. And another example I want to mention because of um, recent events at the time and in present is the Me Too movement. I don't know if you've heard about this, but they had filmed two episodes of season six of House of Cards with Kevin Spacey. Mm -hmm. And then when the allegations came out, they had to film everything again and rewrite everything all over again. And that's crazy. Yeah. That happened with Louis CK too. Louis CK was actually supposed to have a TV show, a new one. Um, and uh, they, or uh, he had a bunch of, I think he had a comedy special as well. Same with Bill Cosby. He was also supposed to have a comedy special on Netflix and Netflix never released it. And the show never got released for Louis CK as well. Yeah. I, th I think they also had an upcoming um, movie, a Netflix movie with Kevin Spacey. I don't, I don't remember what character he was supposed to play. It starts with a surprised. G, but yeah. they shelved it from distribution because the allegations came right around that time. And to this day, there's no footage of the final film online. It's pretty crazy uh, that these these things, and, and it sucks because I remember, I, I remember looking on Twitter and there was a bunch of people that worked on the Louis C.K. show. They were pissed off at him. Basically, all this work that they created was for nothing, nothing. And they didn't get paid for anything for it. Worked on it for months, um, these shows and everything like that. So it's really it's really crazy how one person can be the central nucleus to everything with a show and then completely just 180 gets canceled or yeah, gets suspended production. Yeah, and it's sad because, you know, so many people work on these shows and they get canceled yeah. either because of, you know, one person's horrible misconduct or other reasons like with Constant Pain and Superman and Spider-Man just coming out at the wrong time with the September 11th attacks. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that it, it, it's terrible for all these people because they, they still have families, they still have to pay the bills and everything. Um, it's not like they're doing this. I mean, you know, we're probably, mo both of us are probably in some capacity going to go into media. We find it fun, we find it, you know, this is our like little escape, uh, at least for me, that's how I feel. But for a lot of these people, this is their job. This is, this is what, this is their life, you know, even though it's fun, still gotta pay the bills and everything like that. And when your show gets canceled and something that you worked on for so long and you can't, can't be able to put food on the table, it's terrible. It's, it's really tragic. Yeah, I'm looking at another example. It says, Hannah Montana canceled anime series. No way! I didn't know. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, they they were gonna make an anime series of Hannah Montana from 2009 to 2010. It's, That's pretty it's crazy. Insane. Yeah, there's like weird foreign things as well. Um, there's uh, so Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest uh, was or not Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest was a different cartoon character. Johnny uh, Johnny, yes. Bravo, Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Johnny uh, Bravo. Cartoon Network show back in the early 2000s actually has a uh, spin-off cartoon in Mexico. Really? Which is very, yeah, it's very cool. Uh, yeah, he like travels to Mexico. Uh, there's an English dub for it, but um, all the episodes are aired in Mexico. Wow, that's insane. But yeah, I mean, Hannah Montana of all things, I did not expect that to get an anime. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't expect that either. And I think like, honestly, if they if they brought it back or anything like that, um, people would go crazy for it. I wouldn't be surprised if Miley Cyrus wanted to sign up on that. Yeah, are you excited for that iCarly revival, by the way? I, I knew you were gonna ask that. I knew immediately you were gonna ask that. Um, For me, I don't know. It's, I feel as though that the industry 
placates, um, and we talked about it earlier, rely so heavily on previously established um, programs. So how good is this going to be? All these, all these actors, uh, you know, Miranda Cosgrove and uh, Janemma Curdy, they're all older now. They're like adults. So is it going to be as good? Like think for, ex- I, I think for example, Girl Meets World, uh, terrible show, terrible revival of uh, Boy Meets World. Um, Raven Simone, Raven's Home, terrible as well. It, it's just that like the magic that was originally in these shows is now gone because they have to revive these. Listen, revivals in animation are so much better. Think of the Animaniacs uh, revival, you know? It was great because you know why? Because these characters don't age. The people in live action, they do. So you have to change how the show is run, you know? Yeah. Unless they unless they backtrack and they pretend like they're adults, like in uh, Pen Fifteen, where they pretend like they're adults and they pretend to be like they were like back in the day, like in high school, back in high school. I I could definitely not pull off looking what fifteen at age twenty one. I just no no way off. no way. I mean maybe for some people, um, you see it in film and TV all the time, and it's so obvious, but people still accept it. I don't know. For me, like when I think about that. When I think about that concept about 15 year olds being in, when 15 year olds play 15 year olds in movies, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look the same. No, it's very strange. It's very strange. Very strange, Vatan. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that some people can pull it off. Like, like Tobey Maguire could. He was, I think, 27 when the first Spider Man movie came out and he was playing an 18 year old. So, Vatan, how do you. Yeah. How do you feel about all of the old Spider-Mans coming back to the for the new one? If that happens, I'm super, super excited. Um, yeah. I, I feel like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man were prematurely canceled. You think so? Yeah, I mean, they didn't even give Andrew Garfield a third movie. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, the second one was bad, but the first oh, yeah. one was good uh the neck the uh the andrew garfield spider-man and then toby mcguire the first two are great i mean they're classics i mean of course and then the third one is terrible so um i think that's what happened i think studios were just like we're just going to move on from you uh we want to go in a new direction uh from you so yeah the idea so i'm actually looking at the film page now for lost Mm -hmm. media wiki and there's a lot there's a a lot lot. oh yeah and we mentioned spider-man the deleted Was it Shailene Woodley scenes from Amazing Spider-Man 2? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I, she, I didn't know there were deleted scenes. Yeah, she was going to play Mary Jane and they filmed, I think, a half hour worth of scenes with her and they just cut everything out at the end. Wow, that's crazy. That That's pretty weird. There's a lot of films. I mean, we talked about it earlier, Nicolas Cage playing Spider, uh, Superman. That was that was canceled. Uh, there, there's other ones as well. I can't think of on the top of my head, but there's yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot of deleted scenes and things like that. Yeah, we talked about superheroes. Did you know about the 1967 lost film called Batman Fights Dracula? No, I did not. Yeah, it's a Filipino comedy parody film where Batman fights Dracula of all people. That's crazy. That sounds like a lot of fun though. That sounds like a fun movie. Yeah, they actually have a poster for it. Oh That's my cool. God. So was it released or was it not released? No, it says actual footage of the film has yet to show up. That's pretty crazy. So so it, it was released, but um, and what country did you say it was from? 
the Philippines? It's Filipino, so yeah. So mostly, I mean, obviously, you know, the United States is a dominating force in media. I don't think the Philippines is as dominant. I don't know if they keep archives of their films. So I don't know if that'll ever get released ever. Yeah, and there's another one. It says Chicken Little 2. Yeah, Chicken Little 2. Yep, that was that was a that was a thing. There was a lot of a lot of lost pilots that or there was a lot a lot of lost uh sequels um that were supposed to occur as well. Yeah, a lot of them are lost. Did you watch the original by the way? I did watch the original. Uh Chicken Little's a little cutie, you know. Uh he's trying to save the day for uh from aliens and stuff and the sky is falling, so it's uh it's pretty nuts. I don't really remember liking Chicken Little as a kid. I'm gonna be oh, honest really? with you. That's I uh, I mean to each their own. Uh, there's different uh, there's different choices. As I well. don't know. I just thought that the dad was too mean. That's how it came off to me. Yeah. No. It, it it's pretty nuts. Um, Frozen had a partially. Uh, I'm looking on the Lost Media Wiki now. Frozen partially found early drafts of Disney animated film, uh, 1937 to 2012. Wow. Um, yeah, so the idea originated from, so actually, so this is interesting. It talks about how the idea was actually originally created by Walt Disney himself. Mm, wow. And they, uh, because a lot of their movies come from, I think Frozen was originally um, originally a book or literature because that's where a lot of the movies from Disney come from, as a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they never, yeah, it's pretty crazy that, I think it was, yeah, it was originally called The Snow Queen. Um, yeah, it says in 2003, then Disney CEO Michael Eisner approached John Lasseter at Pixar and proposed that they take on the Snow Queen. Since John Lasseter was a fan of the original, he jumped on the project. Due to the previous issues revolving around the story, the studio chose to drift away from the original fairy tale and produce a new take on the idea, which was Frozen. Wow. And I'm I'm just looking at the website and... I don't know if you remember this, but Electric Soldier Porygon from Pokemon. Yes. So what's funny about that, um, that's that's one anime I do know. So Electric, so that episode was banned in Japan because it caused a bunch of kids to have seizures because it was a bunch of red and blue lights going back and forth really fast. Um, and it caused like 15,000 kids in Japan to have seizures. Yeah. Have you ever watched the cut? The, the cut, like the, the the original? Yeah, I think it's available somewhere online. I, I, I wouldn't watch it because I wouldn't want to have a seizure. Right. Uh, but <laughs> of course, but I have watched it at 15 seconds um, where it goes, it goes, it, it's pretty fast. It's yeah. like red and blue so fast. Um, it, and it goes on for so long, it's like 10 seconds. It's crazy. Yeah. So they, so, so they actually had to establish in Japan, they actually had to establish um, strobe lights in shows so that kids wouldn't have seizures mm-hmm. and uh, another example that i want to mention is that it says that there is a four hour lost cut of the wolf of wall street that's that's pretty that's pretty nuts that's that's wild yeah it's a long movie i've seen it a couple of times just leonardo dicaprio screaming for so long and doing cocaine and yeah. everything <laughs> i wonder if there's yeah. an extended cut of him saying i'm not leaving <laughs> <laughs> So um, there was another movie. It was produced, I believe it was produced by Disney. Um, it's called The Cobbler. The Cobbler. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I have you, heard of it. Okay, so The Cobbler was a, so it was a, it was a movie that was released um, in 1993 and it took 27 years to develop. Wow. So um, 
what happened was, I, I guess like they just had a lot of setbacks in terms of the animation. I think the original, um, the original studio, like um, the original studio originally, I think uh, shut down and then they, uh, and then over time, they uh, they lost a bunch of actors because they died. The animation wasn't up to par, and um, so yeah, it was Richard Williams uh, that uh, adapted the screenplay as well as directed the film. And uh, it was called The Thief and the Cobbler, actually. And um, there's actually a documentary on Netflix talking about how the movie was created and how there um, there's people out there that are actually trying to do um, The Thief and the Cobbler, but the, uh, what John William what uh, John Williams wanted. Um, so they're actually trying to find lost cell animation in trash cans, as well as trying to find lost animation uh, clips to put into the film so that they can redevelop it for his vision because yeah. it obviously wasn't. Yeah, there there's a lot of lost or canceled Disney media. One of the ones I'm looking at right now is Meet the Robinsons first date. It's there's supposed to be a sequel to Meet the Robinsons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And there's what was also, it about? It, it says that they don't know anything about the plots. And there's another one, it's called Me and My Shadow. It's actually a DreamWorks film, not exactly Disney, but yeah, a lot of canceled stuff from Disney. And I'm looking at one right now. It says Phineas and Ferb lost script of canceled theatrical film, 2010s. 2010? Yeah, that was probably, honestly, that was probably lost because they made uh, into the what was it? What was the movie called? Into the two, second, second into, into the into the second dimension. I think that's why. That's probably most likely why. But yeah, there's a lot of Pixar films that go through. I mean, they they take years. They, these these movies take years. The Incredibles, I think, the Incredibles two, I think, took like fourteen years. Yeah, fourteen years to make. Um, it's just it, and. Obviously, over time, you know, people don't get as invested in these shows and everything, um, which is pretty crazy. There's also a bunch of canceled shows that actually um, had to be canceled because they were financial failures. So the companies that were produced by them uh, wrote them off as tax write-offs because you can do that. And they're never allowed to air ever again. So uh, be, uh, Beware the Batman, I believe, was one of them. I think uh, so. The, Le the Legend of Korra was also another one. That was the uh, that was the uh, the loosely adapted um, animated Nickelodeon show that was related to the the Last Airbender. Yeah, and there are a couple of other video games on here as well. Um, I don't have you ever played Assassin's Creed? I have played Assassin's Creed. Yep. Yeah, so that was originally supposed to be a Prince of Persia game. I don't know if you know this. But oh, I didn't know that. Okay. The original story of this Prince of Persia game was that somebody was protecting a young prince, but then it just morphed into Prince of, into Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. With the video games, uh, one example I can think of, uh, you know, Super Mario sixty four on the Nintendo yeah, sixty four. That's the launch title. It was a lot. It was a launch title for the for the console. There was originally going to be a second one on the Nintendo uh, DDR. Uh, it was uh, it was a console that was made um, that was supposed to only play those certain types of games, but they canceled it because the DDR was a financial failure for the company. So they never made it. Uh, there's also a there's also a game. It's called BC. Um, it was supposed to be like a GTA, like open well, just like an open world environment in which like you can interact with dinosaurs and stuff. Um, wow. And that was can and that was canceled. Uh, and they were like pretty heavily into development, and then 
ultimately it was canceled. Yeah, I'm looking on this wiki and there are a couple of canceled Guitar Hero games. It says Guitar Hero 7 was canceled in 2011. Yeah, well, that makes sense because like the Guitar Hero games just died off, I think, with the Wii. That was, a, that was a fad, you know, the Guitar yeah, it was Hero a fad. It, was, it was a fad. Yeah, you had Rock Band and then you had Guitar Hero and you had a bunch of others that were uh, that were copycats of those companies as well. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Plus, I mean, people, uh, if you're listening to this, the Lost Media Wiki is so interesting. There's so much that people don't talk about um, that happened. There's commercials, uh, there's ads that, you know, were, that are lost. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, the things that people just, you know, forget about over time, I think just because it, it was a different time. It wasn't like the time that we are in now where there's smartphones and everything is recorded and you can, you know, record it on your TV and you could film it um, if you wanted to, you know, on your own. That just wasn't possible from no. like, you know, before, I guess, like, I don't know, like 2006. You couldn't do that. It wasn't even possible. So um, it's pretty fun. It's a, it's a good time. I love Lost Media. I love learning more about it and learning more about the shows. Yeah, and I'm just wondering, so if yes. there was any Lost Media on here that you've seen, which one of these would you actually like to see happen one day? Oh, my God. I mean, there's so much. Um, the, co the coolest thing was BC, I think, that I talked about earlier with that, that video game. You get to interact with dinosaurs. It's so cool. You get to like ride dinosaurs and like feed them and like they could be like your pets and stuff, but like that's not possible. Um, and it stinks. It, it stinks um, that uh, that's not the case. But you know, um, a lot of these things sometimes uh, companies come back to things that they canceled and they they revitalize them over time. And yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. I mean, one example. I mean, it's a terrible game, but. Banjo and Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts. Yeah, that's a bad uh, game. So that was uh, that was originally a uh, they were supposed to do Banjo three on the GameCube, and then it got delayed or it got canceled or whatever, and then it was eventually Banjo Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I've never played Banjo Kazooie, but I've heard that was Me not neither. a good game. Yeah, I heard it was bad too. Uh, I watched the John Tron episode, and you know, it, it, it doing a disservice to the fans. You had a you had a game that was um, an adventure style game that was you know a collectum a collectum game and there's not a lot of those anymore. It's like a dead it's a dead medium. But to make a game that was completely different, it's a car building game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know why this sounds like a good idea to me, but maybe the Hannah Montana anime. I just want to see what that was. Yeah, about. that'd be cool. Um, that would be really cool. Did you know that there was a, actually a spinoff with Gibby? originally yeah the gibby spinoff yeah the gibby spinoff so for those that don't know gibby was um on iCarly was supposed to have a spinoff show where he was a mentor to kids in a high school um he was like a gym teacher or something and uh nickelodeon never picked it up i wonder if they're gonna incorporate that into the iCarly revival where he does maybe that. they will it'd be interesting uh no i, I think no monk would want to i think no monk would want to do it That'd be cool. And I think I want to also see Constant Pain. Like that's gotten a cult following There's online. There's so many. There's so many pilots, uh, especially from Cartoon Network that just died off. Um, some of them got picked up. I forget the I forget the latest one, but there's a couple that were, um, I think it was like a Imagine Train or something, Train Infinity. Uh, In Infinity Train. Infinity Train. So that was actually originally a pilot that, uh, that Cartoon Network never picked up. 
but now they did. Um, and uh, it's a it's a completely different show from the pilot. But um, yeah, that's what that's what happened. Yeah, I'd like to also see that Drake and Josh one just released something. Yeah, no, totally. I think it'd be cool. A lot of this stuff is cool. I mean, I don't understand why these companies wouldn't want to release this content. It, aren't they embarrassed by it? Is it a stain on their company? It doesn't really, if that's the case, then it really doesn't matter because they're so giant as it already is. You would, it would just help out the company. Like you saw, I mean, like people, people that know about like the Dexter's laboratory, like uh, rude removal episode, that was released by Adult Swim. People loved it. People yes. wanted it for years, for years. And they were so happy that it finally came out. So why not release this content that they've been holding for so many years? Yeah, I mean, for the Kevin Spacey thing, I couldn't understand not releasing that like ever. Uh, I mean, it's tough. I think with those types of things, it's tough. That That's on the company. That's if they want to. Yeah. Uh, maybe just dump it online uh, for people to see because people aren't gonna wanna see that. Maybe just dump it for free so that they wanna make money off it. Um, that could be interesting as well, but I'm not sure what they would do. I, it's tough, especially with the Bill Cosby thing as well. Mm -hmm. I looked online, there was also an OJ Simpson pilot that wasn't picked up as well. Um, there's a lot, there, there's, there's a lot of celebrities that did very bad things and have been in jail. Um, and it sucks, you know, that we'll never see the content that they produced. Yeah. Um, so are there any other examples I'd like to mention? Oh, there's um, a very interesting one that I just thought of was, uh, so Walt Disney, Walt Disney uh, had a birthday party or something and an animator as a gift um, did a Mickey Mouse and Minnie sex tape. What? Yes, uh, this is true. And then, uh, Walt Disney laughed about it and then said, you're fired and uh, fired the animator on the spot. Uh, for oh it. And th that has never seen the light of day. I would never, I'd never want that to go out. I don't, I don't think that would ever happen. And honestly, I, I don't think he would even, I, I mean, this was so long ago. This was in the 1930s. So I, I think that it wouldn't be as grotesque as, as people would think about it if it was ever released. I pray to God it doesn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. <laughs> Do you want to just give a shout out to the Energize podcast? Yeah, so I run a podcast called the Energize podcast. It's a variety podcast. Uh, it's both comedic. Vedan has been on the show before. Um, we talked a lot about media there as well. So if you want to check it out, um, we're also on Twitter. I post a lot of memes and stuff. Uh, so it's uh, at Energize Pod. That's uh, E N E R dot uh, or on Instagram, it's uh, E N E R dot G I Z E with Clayton Davis on Instagram and Energize Pod on Twitter. All right, Clay Davis, thank you so much for agreeing to yeah, be thank on. You for Don, thank you for Don. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I had a great time talking about lost media um, and everything like that. So, yeah.